Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan and our host, Frank Selby. He's the owner of his and, his and her fly shop in uh, uh, Southern California. World-class angler. He's a guide. He's a mentor. And he's fished with some of the best anglers in the business. But he's going to be helping us again today. Matter of fact, it's uh, me. <laughs> I'm going to be helping him today. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, we appreciate that, Frank. Now, yeah, we, let's get on to about, uh, we've got about four spaces left. Oh, for the Salmon for Falls? Salmon Falls. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't understand. Last year in April, we were completely sold out. I don't know why we have any spaces left. It's just everybody's timing. But this is a trip that, I mean, if you don't do it, it, it doesn't make any sense. I know it's getting close on time now. Mattatix is probably the last time we'll mention it. But uh, it's going to be August 25 to the 30th. And it's a high-end resort lodge, which includes uh, um, locally guided charter fishing boats, uh, self-guided boats, um, gourmet restaurant. And the rooms are like four or five star they're beautiful and it's a beautiful setting and it's an unbelievable price normally you talk about a trip to alaska you're talking by the time you're all in about a thousand dollars a day this trip is one-third off so it's twenty one hundred dollars and um, of course you've got some other expenses on top of that and you got to get to ketchikan which is pretty easy for most anywhere just all you do is get to Seattle, and the rest is easy. It's all downhill. Anyway, if anybody's interested, they've got to, you know, pick it up and do it, man. If you miss this one, you missed it. And you don't want to miss this one because I don't know if we'll go there again next year or not. But yeah. it is a fabulous trip, and I'm so anxious to go, Frank. And uh, uh, we'll talk to you about which maybe we'll do some fly fishing while we're up there. But uh, anyway, uh, just get in touch with this. John at fishtalkradio.com john at fishtalkradio.com and say you want to go and we'll get you fixed up I guess uh, that's about it Frank so give us a call and you can always listen to us online losing hair sucks and two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35 I'm part of that two out of three. I'm glad I found Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair that you already have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. How easy? All it takes is a five-minute sign-up. You have to answer a few simple questions and snap some photos to complete your online doctor consultation. And fear not, a licensed physician will review your information online and recommend the right treatment for you, and then it's shipped right to your door every three months. And Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. And did I mention? Starts at only $10 a month. So if you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you need to do is wait to see a doctor. With Keeps, there's finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. For a limited time, receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to Keeps.com golf. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com. Keeps.com slash golf. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. With a long pedigree, the Snow Bee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snow Bee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snow Bee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com. Have you noticed the changes in Google lately? Did anybody line you out? You can't fake it anymore. They know who said it first, who said it best, who said it the most, who was the most popular, and that just happens to be me since the late 80s, which means that I can put up a page, a post, or a website, optimize it properly, spread it around to 22 million people and put you on top of your results pages for your chosen searches basically overnight. WhiteMountainBusiness.com Don't want to wait that long? Already have a website that you thought was optimized and doesn't rank anywhere? I can fix that too. Maybe you don't want to wait. Maybe you just want to call me. 928-228-9228 That's 928-228-9228. I've done it for literally thousands, and I can do it for you. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and of course our host Frank Selby. And we have John Reynolds on the line with this. And John, what you're doing is not that complicated, but I better let you explain it. Would you mind? No, I would love to. Well, first of all, who are you, where are you, and uh, what's the organization we're trying to put together? Hey, yeah, uh, so my name is John Reynolds, and I'm a, uh, I'm a charter captain out of the Florida Keys. Uh, from uh, The name of my business is Dropback Charters. And uh, we, we focus mainly on uh, sport fishing, um, and uh, we have a, a great fishery down there. And uh, I also... Through my years of experience and uh, being a conservation-minded guy, I'd, I started to work more in uh, fisheries management and, and start to understand more the dynamics of uh, spawning fish and, uh, and habitat and migrating fish and, and, uh, and do my best to, uh, to work with uh, my organization SAFE uh, to, to better our, our fisheries for the future um, and work with a lot of other organizations on this as well uh, to try to provide uh, the most sustainable fisheries uh, well into the future for our kids and everyone else who enjoys the, the, the fisheries of our oceans. 
Well, John, just uh, let's talk a little bit in general terms for a minute. Um, fish has become such an important factor in human uh, protein. And, you know, there's a lot of it being farm-raised now. And the commercial um, fishermen are getting maybe too good at what they do. I mean, if you're, you know, raising wheat in Nevada or Utah or wherever it is, and, uh, you know, you want to do it the most efficient way as possible to make the most money. I mean, that's there's nothing wrong with that. The problem is, is the most efficient way to kill fish and bring them to the market um, is certainly not selective, and sometimes it works too well. Can you explain that? Yes, that, that's completely uh, correct. And so uh, when we compare fishing and farming, um, we always have to remember that we have the tools to plant our own seeds uh, on land in the, in the farming community. So, uh, you know, we measure our own sustainability and always have the tools to replant. Whereas in the fishing world, uh, we're dealing with a live species that must replant its own seeds. And so the more stock that's in the water, uh, especially during spawning aggregations uh, and in areas where these fish, you know, come together to spawn, the more stock we will have in years to come. And so finding, finding commercial quotas and, and putting forth good commercial regulation, especially in aggregate spawning areas, is very important to, uh, to gaining more stock and creating more healthy fisheries into the future. Mm-hmm. Well, one of, the, um, one of the things also, when we're talking about pelagic fish, uh, such as what I call the Dorado, and why it's mahi-mahi, and you call it a mahi, um, is that they are pelagic, which dolphin. means <laughs> you're dolphin fish, yeah. Uh, yeah. is, it, is that they travel great distances. So the fish that we're catching off of uh, maybe the southern Baja um, it might have been a week or two ago um, off the coast of uh, uh, somewhere off the eastern Pacific. Western Pacific, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah so and the migratory path, yeah, and different pressures along those migratory paths. Yeah, that plays a very large role in yeah, what shows up in you know, if they don't, region. If they don't get a chance to grow over there, they never show up here. That's correct. Well, yep, and, go yeah, ahead. So we're seeing a lot of this, uh, different pressures, especially with a species like mahi, which is such an important game fish that, that doesn't always receive the recognition, um, you know, that, that we feel that it needs to uh, and, and is... is Growing with the commercial pressure on the species is growing so much that we need to raise education on where these fish may be under larger amounts of pressure in their entire migratory path and why sustainability, uh, you know, and, and stock and quality might not be arriving to the different locations where it's mm-hmm. so important for recreation. Well, this is this is interesting to me because, you know, a, a gerardo, which is what I call them, is. Uh, um, they can grow very quickly, and if they have the right amount of food, uh, they can go from an egg to, to uh, 20 pounds in two years. And, you know, that's, 
that's huge. So you would think that it wouldn't be a problem. Well, the problem is not the uh, uh, that part of it, because I don't think you could make a dent with a you know, sportsman with a hook and line. You, you know, the virtually no effect. But when you have uh, um, long lines, 40 to 60 miles long, and they take in tons and tons and tons of these in, in one haul, I don't know, like 20,000 pounds or something like that in, in one haul, um, that takes a lot of the fish out of the water uh, that we would normally see here, and they're not going to be here if they're not over there. Yeah, that, that's correct. So it's, it's creating large gaps. Uh, fishing like that creates large gaps in the migratory path where the fish would arrive shortly after that. Um, and it also, uh, a term we call, uh, referred to as pulse fishing, which is uh, the type of fishing that is and taking large amounts of stock out of the water at once, especially with a, a species like mahi with its frequency of spawn acts in a very negative way to future stock because these fish spawn so frequently that as that stock stays in the water for longer periods of time and is picked at, it, it, it just creates more stock. But when the pulse fishing occurs in large amounts like that are taken from, from fisheries like uh, pelagic longline gear, then we're doing the opposite effect and we're not creating that large stock that's necessary for the future of the fishery. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what can you do about it? Well, I think education uh, is what safe focus on, you know, uh, you know, talking about it, um, uh, making people educated on, you know, what fish they're purchasing, being more aware, you know, making the consumer more aware uh, is one of the first steps in that. Um, and, and voicing this to, uh, to management, you know, we can we can find out uh, where our local management is and, and even uh, you know, federal management and, and the resources uh, that can that manage our fisheries and, and, and learn a little bit more about uh, how it all works and well, voice John, them our the, concern. The problem that I, that, that I see is that, yes, but uh, by the time they're here, it's too late. So we have to deal with other countries or in international water. How do you do that? Well, those are going to be challenges that we're going to have to... <clears throat> face well into the future here um and i'm not sure you know exactly how we'll tackle uh all of those challenges but i believe that leading by example in our fishery would be the first uh the first step in that and learning you know what we can do and spreading that knowledge uh to other countries and other fisheries and Mm -hmm. educating them uh on on how to make their stock uh greater and make their fisheries more sustainable such as ours. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not going to be an easy thing to do because, you know, if they're depending on that for income, um, you know, what are you going to do? Say, no, you don't get uh, you don't get to make any money this year. So it's it's not going to be an easy road. But um, in, in most cases, you know, we've seen other species where it's been successful, especially, you know, like whales and you know, marlin and some of those uh, species. It, it's been successful. Yeah, and I think Mahi's a very similar uh, case to uh, the progress that we've made with a lot of different billfish species um, and even uh, time closure areas uh, such as the bluefin, um, you know, and the progress that we've made in, in rebounding stocks of bluefin by, uh, you know, closing uh, pelagic longline fishing for bluefins where they spawn 
uh, and the the progress that we've seen and the stock that has grown right. in the amount of time that well, like John, that have been put. John, we're, we're about out of time. Tell, tell our listeners what they can do to help. Uh, well, I think first, um, you know, start to start to ask questions uh, and uh, about where, you know, where where your fish is coming from. Mm -hmm. And if you can look up uh, your federal management in your area, in our area that manages our our fishery is the South Atlantic Fishery Management Council. Okay. And you can contact your federal managers and voice your concerns with any species okay. that you feel needs help. All right. Well, we got to go, John. We appreciate you coming on. We'll bring you back. And uh, uh, good luck with that because we certainly need a lot of work and some luck. So we appreciate that. We'll talk to you later. Go listen to us on the Internet or go to fishtalkradio.com. passionate sports fishermen who value first-class fishing experiences paired with personalized service and amenities, all-inclusive Salmon Falls Fishing Resort on the Inland Passage reinvents the Ketchikan fishing getaway. Guests enjoy exceptional gourmet cuisine, superior fishing excursions, fully guided charter or self-guided in center console boats accommodating three anglers, updated guest rooms, and suites. On-site fishing processing to clean, freeze, and pack your catch. Rooms range from log cabin rustic to modern. Our 52 rooms offer the ultimate in comfort after a long day of sightseeing, fishing, and exploring Ketchikan. Non-anglers love Salmon Falls, too. Shopping along Creek Street, kayaking, hiking, whale watching, or gathering around our fire pits with a hot beverage, all at prices less than expected. Just pull up Salmon Falls Resort in your search engine. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar. Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. With a long pedigree, the snow Snowbee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snowbee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snowbee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com. A full-service fly shop, his and her fly fishing, offers FFI-certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of FishHuntTalkRadio.com or listen live Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to, to your order in-house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida, or the Rockies, Frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need. Flies and gear. Google his and her fly fishing. Thank you. 
Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, our host Frank Selby. Just uh, real quickly, I want to mention that uh, Snowby, who has uh, incredible fly fishing products at incredible prices, is uh, giving us an opportunity uh, to give a special deal away for anybody that uh, signs up online and places an order. They get to, to get uh, you punch the code. It says Fish Talk. And you'll automatically get a 20% discount off our already ridiculously low prices. So take advantage of that. Uh, it's great stuff, great price, and it's even a better price now if you're listening to uh, Fish Hunt Talk Radio. So do that. And right now, we're going to go uh, to Jason Thompson. With Jason. With Jason. And hey, Frank, how's it going? I'll let you, uh, Frank is a friend of Jason. So, Frank, why don't you take the uh, lead on this? Well, Jason guides out of Arizona, and uh, he fishes how many lakes? Uh, we do four. Jason. Okay, four, and would you tell him your... All, all in Phoenix area here, so. And uh, how can they get in touch with you if they want to book you this time of the year, or any time well, of the year? We have a website. It's uh, addictedbassguides.com, um, and we actually are one of the only outfitters in, in the country that have do online booking you can actually oh. take a day right on the map on, uh, on the is. calendar and and, and and book and pay with credit card right there that's ad- um, addictedbassguides.com yep. yeah that's Correct. easy one if you can remember that addictedbassguides.com and uh, just a, a, a an idea um, uh, on pricing uh, we have three packages we have a four hour which uh, is three hundred dollars, and all, all our packages are uh, one or two people. Wow. Um, we don't we don't do a third person just because uh, you know we're on fishing off twenty foot bass boats, you know ranger bass boats. Uh, I feel it takes takes away from the uh, you know with the casting, it just takes away from the experience for the angler. So um, it's just uh, two anglers, um, and then we have a six hour. That's uh, three seventy five, and in a full day, which is eight hours for four fifty. That's me. Yeah, one, one other thing. You want to mention you do get a couple basses, uh, double digits, correct? Some days, not all day. Oh, we, yeah. There's big bass living in our lakes. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah. You have you have the opportunity, a very good opportunity of catching uh, a, a double digit for sure. And when yeah. you, do you fly into Phoenix? You can. Yeah, you okay. can fly into Phoenix. Most of the lakes are in Mesa. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there's yeah. actually an airport there too that uh, does some some straight through flights from. From California and all around the country, it's uh, uh, Legion Airlines, but that uh, that's probably a little closer. Um, and there's hotels that are, you know, 20 minutes from both launches of uh, Canyon and uh, Saguaro Lake. So I used to do shows in Mesa. Okay. Yeah, I live in Mesa and myself. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's... two of my Mormon buddies live in Mesa. Yeah. Oh, he, they're going to shoot me now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, um, but they love the bass fish, and I think that's how I got in touch with you. Uh, okay. Jason, quick question. Why are the bass uh, different where you fish? Why, why do they get that large? Well, we have Florida strain. Um, they've been here for a while, um, and, and we feed them trout, too. So, oh. Um, they get trout from November to March. Um, they stock our lakes, all uh, Canyon and and Roosevelt. That is, Bartlett Lake is one of our other ones. Um, that uh, they don't. That, that's all northern stream bass. That's kind of Colorado River and, and that stuff. So that uh, 
they're a little smaller up there, but uh, good fishing as well. Though, so. so what would be the best time for, like, me to come over and, oh, my God, bring a conventional and do a little bass fishing? <laughs> typically, I mean, spring, you know, our spawn will start probably second week in February, typically. Um, different this year because it's been cold and everything's been pushed back a little bit, but uh, um, all the way through literally the end of August. Uh, September, things change, temperatures change, fish are moving. Um, but uh, like right now, fishing's great. So if you can withstand the heat, you know, we can do a four hour trip right now and you can catch a lot of, a lot of good fish. Good chance for a big fish too. I mean, they're all post-spawn, so. And you know a couple good places to stay in Mesa. If they call you when they book, you could tell them which places that uh, has nice breakfasts for you. Oh yeah, yeah, I can I can hook them up with some hospitality for sure. That's uh, that's no problem in the, in the valley here. So that's what I like about you. You all you have to do is show up with your rods, or you have rods too, right? Oh yeah, I supply all the rods and reels and baits because. Uh, you know, I mean, unless you have a favorite rod or something, but you know, I know what they're biting on, what you, what kind of size line you need. Uh, but yeah, we use all top of the line. You know, Daiwa Steve's, Shimano, Corrados. Um, we give guys that you know know how to well, fish. Well, another, want, we want them using the right gear. So well, we supply all that. All they need is a fishing license. Yeah. Well, yeah. Another, and, and, and to follow up on that is uh, most of the time, if you've got a favorite reel, that's easy. Carrying a rod in the airplane can sometimes be a pain. But, you, uh, uh, yeah. just, you know, if you, if you don't have room for that or it's not break down small enough, uh, usually you can put it overhead. Um, just bring your favorite reel. Yeah, that, that's how. That's really the easiest way to do it. You could throw a couple of reels in the bag, like I said. I got, but if you don't, I have what you need. So, um, but yeah, reels are easy to transport. So. Yeah, you know, to me, bass fishing is you make a whole bunch of casts, and once in a while, you get a strike. <laughs> it's, uh, <you> know, <laughs> it, it can that, be like that. It's, yeah. uh, they're moving all the time. You know, they're fickle little creatures, but. Uh, uh, that's the one thing I'm honest with our clients too. You know, there's, I used to work for other guide services, and it, you really just got to be honest with the customer, see what they want out of the guide trip first of all. Um, and then you can be honest and tell them how the fish are really biting, and you know they're spending good money to get on the boat. Mm -hmm. You don't want them to have a bad time. So you, you know, there's times where fishing is bad, and you just got to tell them. You know, and if they still want to get out there, you know, I'm not going to say no, but. You know, yeah, we're not crazy, are we? We've been, <laughs> we may be a little crazy, but we're not stupid at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just you just got to be upfront, and honest with them. That's yeah. that's kind of our our. Uh our motto so yeah well the other thing i've learned a long time ago is you don't leave fish to catch fish that's true that is true but there are days over there you can hit a school and take nine one cast right after another um yeah at times yep if you you know it takes a lot a lot of our lakes are hot pressured lakes they're small so it does take some you do have to be able to work the bait properly and give proper presentation or mm -hmm. you know if you're not getting on the bottom you know there's yeah but you can get bit yep well another thought uh, jason is that you know i always recommend if even if you're an experienced angler like frank it's always best to go with a guide the first day yeah, uh, if, it's a, if local, it's an unfamiliar lake. Yeah, and, yeah. Local knowledge is huge. And but, so if you get one of your less expensive trips, um, it, that doesn't mean you have to go home. Oh, no. 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 
No, uh, a lot. Of, I, I I'm honest. I bet you, if I've never fished an area, I'll do a guide for a whole day or a half day, and then I have got a pretty good feel of the water. Then I can go back and catch fish by myself. But sure. it, it, but if you can afford it, get the guide for all three days. You're going all that way. You're paying airfare. You're paying everything else. Just do a guide every day. That's my opinion, and I'll stick to it. Well, you're just fishing That's on a better boat. You have better equipment. You, you go out here and rent a boat, and you don't have, you know, you don't, you don't have any kind of idea what the depth is, or if you, you know, you graph fish. You know, um, you're just yeah. kind of fishing blind. And I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. When, when we have you out there, we're definitely teaching you too to be able to fish these lakes. We're not just, you know, here cast there, cast there. This is why you're doing it, but. We try to, you know, teach the angler too. So when they do come back, they might not have to use this. You know what I mean? They can go do it yeah. on their own. Everybody likes, you know, to find fish and figure it out. So um, that's part of the puzzle, you know. Uh, you and your partner both are excellent guys. And yeah, Mike, Mike I don't a great guy, give, so. Yeah, I don't give endorsements unless I really know. And I have quite a few friends that say you guys are really great. Well, I appreciate it. And I uh, am going to come over and fish with you. Uh, I probably, I I might have to do the desert fly casters again. And when I come over for that, I will definitely go out with you one day. I'll bring my noodle rod. (laughs) Sounds good. I look forward to it. Okay. You got anything? Uh, Just a little deal. Just, uh, okay, well, guys, how about giving that to them? If uh, I'm just uh, doing a little promotion. If you mention the show here um, on, on a book, on, on booking a trip, I'll give you a free Bassaholics t-shirt. So um, book now. There you this go. Good. So. Yeah. Yeah, at that price, it's, you know, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, spe- especially, yeah. Especially if time is a, a situation. Just go for three days, you know, it's not more than a long weekend. Yeah, and yeah. I will say fishing is better during the week if you if you can book during the week just because of the Sneak boat away. traffic and yeah. certain things like that. It's uh, it's not always a fisherman's lake, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you need to give your uh, email or phone number, whichever one you want, or your website. Okay, you can contact us at info at uh, addictedbassguides.com or. Uh, Phone number is 480-257-6003, um, and you can do either. There's information. You can send me an email to that Addicted Bath Guide, and, uh, yeah. Okay. I usually, I usually get back to you within no more than four or five hours. Or oh, that's life, great. So. Okay. Well, Jason, we're going to have to wrap it up. Uh, no but I, But I will say if anybody wants to go to Fish Hunt Talk Radio or fishtalkradio.com, they can listen to you as many times as they want. If they missed your phone number or email address, uh, it's pretty simple to do that, and you got some great information. So another thing to put on the list, right, Frank? That's it. All righty. All right, All you right, guys. There's always something that. for the buck list. There you go. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to have to go. We appreciate you tuning in. And go to our website, fishhunttalkradio.com. Right on the front page, it just says uh, we're listening and uh, previous shows. And then just click today's date. Yeah. Come on, fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, fishing.
stretches for miles in front of you and with the ram 1500 you'll be able to reach mile after open mile it gets a best in class 25 miles per gallon highway so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge but by your gauge for achievement and the ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year guts glory ram see your local ram dealer today for great deals epa estimated 25 mpg highway based on v6 4x2 a full-service fly shop, His and Her Fly Fishing, offers FFI-certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of FishHuntTalkRadio.com or listen live Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to, to your order in-house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida, or the Rockies, Frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need. Flies and gear. Google His and Her Fly Fishing. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV. View the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one. All while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Yes, this is John Hennigan, and we have our host, Frank Selby. I was trying to put my headphones on and had them backwards. Anyway, I got it. Don't worry about it, Frank. Um, and Frank, again, um, one of your good fishing buddies we've got on the line with this. And uh, why don't I let you uh, talk to Chris? Oh, you go ahead. Oh, okay, I will. First thing out, would you please give your website, and then at the end we'll do it again, and then we'll start talking about Cheeseman's Canyon. 
Sure, yeah. I'm Chris Galvin. Uh, my outfitting business is galvinguiding.com. That's where you can get all the contact information and the various venues uh, that we fish out here based in Denver, Colorado. Galvinguiding.com. Oh, okay. You're, and, in, you're in Arizona, but no, you're considered based in No, 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 no. He's in Colorado. Okay, okay. I'm in Denver, Colorado, yes. Okay. Yep. And uh, now, uh, Colorado is—that's you know one of the first things you think about. Oh, they got some great fishing there. So, uh, Frank, go ahead. Yeah, uh, me and uh, we fish a couple of the same spots. I get one spot that he can't fish. Right? <laughs> What's that? Yeah, yeah for the wigwam club. Uh, I know, I exactly, yeah, I can't get in there. <laughs> Very few of us can get in there anymore. <laughs> was, it, was it private land, Indian land, or what? No, yeah, it's, it's, private a private, it's the only club that ever beat the water district and the, uh, the electric. They were going to build a dam, and three of the people on the Supreme Court said they couldn't vote on it because they belonged. Oh, oh wow. I did not know you, that backstory. Yeah, well, you can look that back in the past. My uncle was Marion Selby, and his best friend was Lee Wolf. Oh, okay. Wow, okay. I have the very first vest ever made. Wow. And I still have the last fly he ever tied in Alaska before he crashed his plane on his way home. Well, that's awesome. That's probably going to end up in a, in a museum or somewhere. You know, one of those fly fishing museums that exist. Yeah. Well, the good thing about it, Cheeseman Canyon is not a difficult hike, but the farther you get back in, the better it gets. Am I lying or am I dying? No, that's for sure. You know, the farther, you know, you're willing to put the boot time in, the better it's going to get. You know, obviously, the more pressured it's going to get, the closer it is uh, to any, any access areas, for sure. My my wife loves the fish right across the street from Decker's in that pool, and then works up to Big John. Yeah, that's all. You know, there's a lot of fish in that that whole stretch for sure. Um, yeah. That seems to uh, recover pretty well from the fishing pressure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, what, and what's the best time to come and see you? Um, you know, we fish the beginning of our season is about the beginning of March, and we fish right till about uh, the end of October. I really like the fishing in March and April, and then again in September and October, and that's just because I like having less uh, people and more solitude. But fishing's great right now. We're just dealing with high flows, as most of the West had a lot of snowpack this year, so we all, everything out here seems to have higher than normal flows. But we're managing through it, and uh, I just got done fishing deckers, actually. Were you using uh, a pretty productive day? Were you using uh, the chamois uh, scud no no chamois no we were, we were throwing worm type patterns uh, crane fly type patterns the leeches they were eating some of the bigger stuff but they were also on some caddis um, I saw a smattering of caddis pop off midday or a little bit before midday so we started putting some caddis nymph type things on there to go with the big stuff and then really it's about choosing water type because we're talking about a thousand a thousand cubic feet per second or so Ooh, um, so you gotta, that, you gotta choose your water yeah that's a little fast for me uh, yeah, Chris, with cooking what what, uh, what what are you fishing for uh, this is it's primarily a brown trout and rainbow trout fishery mm -hmm. and there are a few uh, cuppos in there as well 
Mm-hmm. Now, are these, Probably a couple are, are these mostly all wild fish, native fish, or planted fish? Uh, they're mostly wild fish. Um, if they did any planting, they had to after there was a fire in that river system uh, about 20, 2005, I believe. It's called the Hayman Fire. And it was a 100,000 acre fire. And after that fire, uh, we had a pretty wet year storms that pushed a lot of silt and other uh, decomposing granite into the river and it filled a lot of the, the habitat and kind of choked down a lot of the bug life. Well, the river's on the rebound now. Plenty of years of flushing has got it back to its health. But during that time, they put in some small fish um, in like in the fingerling range to sort of uh, supplement the rainbow stock that had been crushed. Brown sort of came back on their own. And I know they also, the strain that they put in is more of a whirling resistant strain. Whirling disease resistant, excuse me. So they grow up in the river and they act like wild fish for sure. Yeah. The third generation, they are wild fish. Exactly. Exactly. So that happened quite, quite a bit of time ago. <laughs> Today I, was interesting. Uh, we had a. Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry, Frank. No, go ahead. Today was interesting. Uh, the water temperature was cool. I didn't. I didn't have a thermometer on me. I usually do. Um, the water was cooler, so I don't know if more more of the percentage of the water was coming out of the dam side instead of there has been some overflow coming over the top lately, which is the warmer, obviously water discharge. But cooler temperature, we were catching almost all rainbows or rainbow cutthroat mix, you know, cutthroats, yeah. uh, and almost zero browns. So browns, I know, are very temperamental. Especially the temperature and sometimes the sky conditions, but for whatever reason, everything was coming in today was rainbows, and we have days that are completely the opposite where you go there, go there and catch nothing but browns. Yeah, so, uh, kind of is flies and lies. Is flies and lies still across the street? Flies and lies is a fixture up there for sure. For all yeah, those, well, uh, my last God. minute supplies. Yeah, my buddy owned it, started it. He passed away, he gave it to his nephew, and now uh, two other guys has bought it, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's still cooking. And, and I, I always stayed above the little store there. And okay. uh, the two no ladies idea. owned it back then. Yeah, I yeah, love I that you. area. And uh, I would all. You guys, I have not met a bad guide out of Colorado yet. There, I know there's got to be one or two, but I have not met them yet. Every guy I've ever used out of Colorado was like a god. They're perfect. <laughs> you know, you get out there and you do it enough and you, you learn how to teach. Um, you learn kind of what's going on with the river systems on a day-to-day basis. And then a year after year as well, you go, you kind of start to anticipate when those changes are going to happen, you know, either based on flows or the season or the daily high or sky conditions. And it all starts making sense and you see the patterns and that seems to really kind of help over time. Yeah. Uh, we, Joe we Fisher. Words, though. Yeah. Joe Fisher and me used to, when we'd be over there at the fly fishing uh, uh, show, we would sneak out there. I was pro staff for them for a few years, and okay. Joe loved to fish there. We got in trouble, too, because I wasn't supposed to bring anybody on a certain place. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I haven't been back yet. Oh, no. Yeah, so that's one well, interesting thing about Colorado. We have uh, so landowners get to own the stream bottom. 
and there's been various challenges. You know, some of the other Western states, uh, you get to go to the high water mark as a public angler. You can wade in, say, at a public access area, say a bridge or something, and wade as long as you're below the high water mark, you're okay. Yeah. In Colorado, stream owner owns the stream bottom, and um, it creates some interesting things. You know, you, you have the benefits of, of private place, you know, for people who either want to keep it to themselves or rent it out. Those places can be less pressured. Um, so it's kind of a mixed blessing at times. So then there's times I wish we had more access for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, that's a lot of us fishermen's fault because, you know, for years there was a guy up there that had no trespassing. He went up to the door and he go, yeah, Frank, you guys can fish. All, please pick up your trash. We had always, I always took groups up there. So I, we would all try to pick up a bag full of trash on our way off of his property. And he goes, anytime you want to go, you can come and knock on the door as long as I own the property. But he says, some of these people come in, they, they leave lying, everything on the water. And that's uh, uncalled for when you're uh, being hosted by property owners. And I understand their point of view, too. Yeah, yeah, Don't absolutely, you? you know, and absolutely, and, you know, I, I, I try to encourage that, like, trash cleanup, you know, uh, one of the other venues we fish is Clear Creek, which is a feeder oh. to uh, South Platte, and we see a lot of that, uh, people just treating it like, it's not treating it nicely, you know, there's a road long, alongside it, and I don't want to get all into that, but I wish people would treat the, treat the streams with respect, and, you know, yeah. obviously nature with respect, and if, when you work in the industry long enough, you really start getting more and more into that environmental feel, you know, where you're, or at least, you know, resource protective, you know, you're protective of your resources and the, and the, the brilliant outdoor, uh, especially, you know, whether it's hunting, fishing or whatever it is, you know, you kind of become protective of it. And, and if you know, it's going away at times, it feels like it's getting, you know, things are changing. So you have to protect what we have. Sure. Yeah, and it, it shrinks every year because people won't take care of people's property. And I yeah. always tell all my clients, if you packed it in, you can goddamn well pack it out. Of course, yeah. You know, I I, I'm I, go, I go so far, I'm definitely big on like things like fishing lines, not leaving anything behind. But you know, all anytime that someone's being re-rigged, nothing goes in the stream. I don't just cut and let it drop. and Everything goes in my pack. Um, yeah, it's just you have to treat it with respect. And I think yeah. the clients appreciate it. Obviously, the resource appreciates it. So I feel better about yeah. it. There's nothing when you look up Cheeseman Canyon, and it's nothing but beautiful. I tell you what, it's still in beautiful shape. I don't know if you've been in there a while, but it's still in exactly as it was, you know, 10, 20, 100,000 years ago, probably the same. So people yeah. take great care of that place. Uh, the, the trail has been uh, wore down a little deeper, but other than that, it's the same. Okay, guys, it, it looks like it looks like we got to wrap this one up. Uh, Chris okay. sounds great and you know incredible price uh, and what a great uh, way to spend a few days um, and Steve you stay or Steve Frank you stay right there and we'll be right back with you thanks again Chris go to the website 
A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Have you noticed the changes in Google lately? Did anybody line you out? You can't fake it anymore. They know who said it first, who said it best, who said it the most, who was the most popular, and that just happens to be me since the late 80s, which means that I can put up a page, a post, or a website, optimize it properly, spread it around to 22 million people and put you on top of your results pages for your chosen searches basically overnight. WhiteMountainBusiness.com Don't want to wait that long? Already have a website that you thought was optimized and doesn't rank anywhere? I can fix that too. Maybe you don't want to wait. Maybe you just want to call me. 928-228-9228 That's 928-228-9228. I've done it for literally thousands, and I can do it for you. Fish on! It's a big one. For passionate sports fishermen who value first-class fishing experiences paired with personalized service and amenities, all-inclusive Salmon Falls Fishing Resort on the Inland Passage reinvents the Ketchikan Fishing Getaway. Guests enjoy exceptional gourmet cuisine, superior fishing excursions, fully guided charter or self-guided in center console boats accommodating three anglers, updated guest rooms, and suites. On-site fishing processing to clean, freeze, and pack your catch. Rooms range from log cabin rustic to modern. Our 52 rooms offer the ultimate in comfort after a long day of sightseeing, fishing, and exploring Ketchikan. Non-anglers love Salmon Falls, too. Shopping along Creek Street, kayaking, hiking, whale watching, or gathering around our fire pits with a hot beverage, all at prices less than expected. Just pull up Salmon Falls Resort in your search engine. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we, of course we have our host, Frank Selby, uh, in studio with us. And Frank, you know what? This has been such an interesting show. Let's do a recap. We started with uh, John Reynolds, who is on a mission to try and slow down the commercial catch on mahi or dorado or mahi-mahi or dolphin fish um, from being taken in large quantities. They call it pulse fishing, where yeah. you know, a long line, like maybe 40 miles long or more, will go out and take in like 10,000 pounds of uh, uh, fish. And what that does, it creates a hole. 
and the fishing. So, but those fish are pelagic, and even if they're coming from um, the other side of the Pacific, uh, they are pelagic, and they'll show up over here. But they won't show up over here if they take them over there. So it's not going to be an easy um, thing to do because there's multi-countries involved in it. But we've had some success in other species. So looking on that, go to our website, of course, and uh, uh, follow up on that. And then we talked to uh, uh, Jason in Arizona. And you know what surprised me? Jason, you know, they have guided trips you know, for two people, for was it three seventy five? Yeah, I mean that's unbelievable. And that's yeah, that's and uh, the neat thing about Arizona, you can bass fish in the morning and Apache trout fish in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want to do a half day, right? Yeah, you can just do a half yeah. day or or uh, you know two days or full days or whatever it is. The prices are. Um, I mean, why would you not? Yeah, you can fly from from California over there round trip for under 70 bucks. Oh, wow. If you book way in advance. Well, do that. Otherwise, it's about 110. Yeah, well, that's still, that's cheap. Yeah. It's cheaper than driving. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, sorry about that. (laughs) Oh, heck yeah. uh, Well, and then my favorite part of the world when I'm not working, uh, we had, guess who we had on last? Well, we had Chris. Mm-hmm. And where does he fish? Colorado. Now, that's the yeah. thing is that there's some tremendous fishing. I never realized it was in Arizona, you know, but you don't think of Arizona as a destination uh, to go fishing. But with Colorado, you go, oh, yeah, they got plenty of streams and great fishing there. And again, the prices he's quoting for, you know, for guided trips, it's, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it's almost cheaper than staying home. I'm not that cheap, but I can be had. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're talking about a full day for, what was it, 375 or something for two yeah. people? Well, yeah. man, you hire a guide for $300 a day, um, and this is not the quality or the type of fishery. And these are, you know, you will catch fish when you go with these guys. They're good. Yeah. And uh, two uh, ne- uh, about two weeks, next week we're going to have Kelsey on, and she's world champion a tarpon fishing. And me and her and one of my buddies were going out on the Freedom Boat Club and sneak out to Catalina or the Horseshoe Kelps and catch a bunch of fish. Okay. And so uh, before we'll we talk to her next week. Before we close up, this is the last call, y'all, uh, for our Salmon Falls, Alaska trip, October 25 to the 30th. And it's an unbelievable, it's one-third off of a really low price, $2,100, all-inclusive, high-end lodge, uh, 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 charter f- fishing with uh, a local captain and in a beautiful boat. Uh, so don't miss it, but you have to get in touch right now. We're closing it out. And that's John at 805-207-3522. Go to the website and you'll find us. We appreciate everybody listening, and Frank, thank you very much. We're going to have to go. We appreciate you tuning in and go to our website, fishhunttalkradio.com. Just get in touch with us, john at fishtalkradio.com. 